Welcome back, everyone, to Pixel Radio Commentary. I am Zach. Hello, anyone? Carlo. <laughs> was it supposed to be me? Yeah, you were being pointed to. Oh, I, I, I didn't even <laughs> see the point. Like, I'm, I'm too busy, like, watching all of these levels. Listen, well, we've all been uh, dealing with the fact that the weather has turned in Seattle, and that means we are all season. sick oh, in I got my flu shot. Yeah. And you should get your flu shot. Yeah. And Everyone I am get on Thursday because my doctor appointment. I have done it. It. Carla, it was have you fine. Done it? I have not done it. I you do need to do it. So, it's important. Yes. Anyways, get uh, your flu shot, folks. Anyway, yes, I am Zach. Carlo is here. Yes, I am. Evelyn, Evelyn is, is here. here. I'm Christine. Woo! Hooray! We are all here, and isn't that awesome? It feels like it's been forever since the four of us have been in the same room it together. It feels like yeah, it has. Yeah, it's been a very busy few months. We haven't yeah. been able to do as much as we'd like. Or some of just a. Us have just not been here. You've just yep. been traveling the world. <laughs> go, go a lot, of, a lot of uh, not in the country that's been happening. Which will continue, but eh. yeah. Uh, what are you going to do? I think I'm okay for now. No, but what me. are you going to do? <laughs> anyway, so what has everyone been playing these days? Carlo, I'm sure you've got quite the list ready for us. Oh, doesn't he uh, always? <laughs> so, yeah, Black Ops came out. Yeah, Black Ops 4. Mm. Uh, probably the, like, it's like in. In ways, the most boring, like of the Call of Duties I've played, because it's just like pure the pure multiplayer. There's no single player. Um, it's but kind this, of a shame because they had some classic campaigns in the past. Yeah, they did. Um, Dude, the, they were like they the, were they were either like really good or really bad. Yeah, though. the first Black Ops. Campaign, I, I didn't play. I don't play a ton of Call of Duty, but the first Black Ops campaign was really fun. Yeah, and the the mode they, that they know where the money's at though, so yeah. they're uh, moseying on out of there. Yeah, and they know where all the money is because uh, they have a battle royale mode. Yeah, a uh, blackout, yeah. which is actually not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Like hey. I, I heard it's like from the people I know who've played it, they're like, yeah, it's fun. It's it's battle royale. It's battle royale, but it's still definitely Call of Duty. It's still yeah. very fast paced. It's not as like slow and methodical as PUBG is. It's one of the things that I really like about it. I've only uh, watched people play it, yeah. but um, is they really take call of, like like it's so purely Call of Duty like what you were saying like they, there's the voice in your ear like it's not a warning across your screen that it's the ring is closing it's like a voice that says collapse is imminent or whatever yeah you have to move still like it sounds so, so much like Call and, of Duty it like, moves like that, it moves so fast and you have like the the movement of it and just like yeah and the, that voice in your ear in particular is like so inherently Call of Duty to me that like I I don't know I think it's I think it's cool that they, while they are ripping off this thing that everyone else is ripping off, they stayed close to their roots at the same time. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's like there, and it it like it's an interesting type of gameplay. It doesn't scratch the same itch I think PUBG did. I don't expect it to be as strong, especially with all the server woes. Yeah, it's um, funny. I I like all of my experiences with battle royale. Really, like there are things that I like about each of the different ones, and. I've still had the most fun playing totally accurate battlegrounds because of how stupid and goofy it is. Yeah. And honestly, I think they have the best method of the circle. The wall is just like way more intimidating to look at than like <laughs> a giant blue ring slowly coming in. I don't know. Yeah. 
I think that one of the cool things about battle the whole battle royale craze is that every one that I've seen at least tries to put their own take on it. So there's nothing that's really like like strictly a clone that I've seen or that's gotten popular. Like no one's exactly copying anybody else. They're putting like their own spin and adding their own sort of unique take on it. Yeah, it's like you know I mean, you Fortnite have... was pretty pretty out of the box when it first came out. I, that's true. I well, guess it, I, you think about, is, but this is the same thing that I'm saying with the Black Ops one is that yeah. they had their own elements, like the building thing. Yeah, like they oh, yeah, added the their own element from the original game into it. So yeah. staying to, I mean, admittedly their roots didn't go very deep, but they at least played into <laughs> them a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> Just a I, little. It's like a. It's like everyone's a cover band, but they're a cover band. It's like, I'm going to do the Beatles only in funk, and I'm going to do the Beatles only metal style. Like, it's it's sort of like that kind of yeah. thing where they're all doing, like, this is our take on it, but it is still fundamentally the same thing. Yeah, that's a very good com- apt comparison. Why, thank mm-hmm. you. I can do that sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> my brain works enough at analogies. Anyway. Well, we're still talking about what we're playing. What else? What else? <laughs> Have you started Red Dead yet? No, no, so I I'm gonna I might be saving that for an event that is coming up soon that we'll uh, be talking about. Um, yes, we'll see. We'll see about that. It uh, looks really good. <laughs> yeah, it, that game looks really good, and I'm really excited to play it. Uh, for twenty four or twenty five hours. Twenty five <laughs> hours. I know. I'm doing it twenty five hours. Let's just keep hinting. It's funny. <laughs> a lot of the the reviews I've read of it have just. I haven't been able to tell whether it's good or not because they've all been like talking about it's fucking different. Yeah, they've all been like, "Oh, it's such an incredibly big game," or they're talking about like, "Oh, you know, the mechanics are a little bit slippery." Yeah, but oh my god, it's so big and so beautiful, and the story is so good, and like I'm like, but is it a good game? And everyone who has played has just been like, "I mean, yeah," (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, I I, I heard it deviates from the formula significantly yeah. so i'm, I'm interested I mean, to see what that is second one how much formula can there be i mean like from the <laughs> from like the rock star formula. oh yeah yeah like you know, that's I was, the i was watching someone play it the other day and it was really cracking me up because they rock star always they have your you have your little map in the corner and it they have the exact same thing in red dead and i was like you guys obviously this works for you yeah hey why Break something that works. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, every other game other than GTA looks like Assassin's Creed, basically. So, well, <laughs> I mean, kind of. That that is how that tends to go with open worlds. Is there's only so much you can rip off when it comes to an open world game. Thanks, Ubisoft. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I can't really think of much else I've been playing. I mean, more Final Fantasy. I mean, sure, sure. It's not going to ever end. There's <laughs> yeah. a lot of grinding oh, no. to do. <laughs> like if you look at it's like a JRPG. E- well, yeah, and if you look at even like the Final Fantasy games that aren't the mainline ones, there's over thirty. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's how it usually goes. Yeah. It's only named up to fifteen, right? Is it, there's not a sixteen yet, is there? I uh, know there's fifteen. Yeah. Great. Good. Mm. <laughs> Evelyn, what have you been up to playing wise? Well, I have not. I've been too busy lately doing, I'm going to take the slightly political for a minute because that's what I've been sure. doing is I've been phone banking. I've been doing get out the vote. Yeah. Stuff. Everybody vote. We're, uh, I will. Please, please vote. Yeah. It's free. You don't need to put postage on your ballot. Now you can just put it in the mail. If you're in Washington, uh, if you're in Washington, if you're in Washington state. state and, um, but it, yeah, please, please vote. It is very easy. It is very important there are many situations in which elections literally were down to like twenty one or twenty two votes in like elections such as these. So go. It's it's 
completely true to say that every single vote counts. And especially in off-season elections like this one, only like 25% of people exercise their right to vote. And like, that's the kind of shit that we found this country on. Do your like civic duty and go out and vote, please. You've also, been this doing ele- a lot of phone banking. This is yeah. all I do. Well, yeah. And if you think about <laughs> like, this election, even more important she's got than the that presidential. Down so. on lock. Like yep. she'll yeah. spit that out. Like you'll pick up your phone. Like you'll be one of these like five million spam calls that we're all getting because yep. Facebook got hacked. And yeah. like five seconds, you would know immediately. Like go vote. Yep. Like done. It's so important. Anyway. So that's what I've been doing. Yeah, but midterms are good because Senate and House of Representatives actually can veto a lot of things that the president tries to put forward. So yay, important. Yes, very much so. Get out there and vote, please. Please, Versus, please, 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 for yeah. all of us. Versus I just get out there and play Pokemon Go. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. So we know what Christine's been playing. <laughs> yeah. I've also been playing yeah. a lot of Pokemon Go. Yeah, Pokemon Go, <laughs> nice and casual. See, you're playing something. It's true. Yeah, Whoa, they're doing oh, a, now a that I'm thinking event. about mobile games, I've been playing shit. Yeah, no, that gets a lot more uh, dangerous and slippery. The gotcha slope. games. Yep. Yeah. Um. The otherwise, gotcha I've games. just been very tired and busy, so I've been playing mostly just like calm games. So um, I'm still playing Little Dragon's Cafe. It's cute. It's kind of overpriced but you know i still like it and then um i've been also playing um old man's journey or i think it's called old man's journey it's one that i saw at pax a couple of years and it's just like you have this old guy who's just like going on this adventure walking around these hills and it's just a simple puzzle game where you have him walk through this map and you can pull the hills up and down to get him to be able to walk successfully it's nice and he also gets little memories of him and who i presume became his wife that gets interspersed with points when he sees people did you people. see that there was someone yesterday at geek girl con who was cosplaying as the no, I did not. Oh, yeah. Evelyn and I went to Geek Girl Con. <laughs> it was a little kid, and it was yeah, very Yeah, how was cute. that? <laughs> Aw. It was fun. It's very calm and low-key. Yeah. I bought too many enamel pins. <laughs> I bought a Of really your pins. Yeah. You know, I was actually shopping for pins, and I didn't find any that I really liked. Really? Yeah. And then again, I mostly bought more from ones I already bought from. There's also, like, a little kit... A I also got a lovely pamphlet on how to make enamel pins, so you know, oh. just saying, just saying. Getting your craft life on. My craft life is my She's only gonna life. She's going to come up with like, <laughs> her own PAX collection. There we go. Okay, and now how about yeah, you? Yeah, so I've been you know, continuing my run of Switch games and also catching up a bit on you know, the Wii U games that I didn't buy because it I was really, the Wii U. My Wii U mach- was a Mario Kart and Smash machine and also a virtual console machine, and that's about it. Mine was Netflix. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> I, mean, the, I mean, I still use that virtual console shit all the time. Like, are, like, are you paying for Nintendo Online? I am. Uh, no. Ooh. Because saves, even though they don't back up saves for certain games like Pokemon, stupid. which makes me so angry. What? So, yeah, uh, it, the Wii U Virtual Console still works. You can still buy all of the old Nintendo games on that. If you have a Wii U, you can do that still. They just haven't so taken you know. down the, the Wii U like Miiverse or like what, no. whatever. No, well, they they took thing. down the Miiverse, but they didn't take down Virtual Console. Okay. Hmm. Anyway, uh, so what I've been playing, I made a run of just like beating Mario Tennis, which is really fun. Uh, oh yeah, there's a story mode, right? Yeah, there's like a campaign. It's you know, it's worth it's worth playing through the campaign. The campaign sort of works like an extended tutorial, and then you know, you it's you have it for the multiplayer though, and yeah. it's a very fun game to play. Just really, if you're playing it with people who are remotely decent, it's super fast paced and it's 
it's a fun game. Definitely would recommend. I would probably recommend waiting a little bit for it to go down in price because I'm not sure it's worth sixty bucks. But I would yeah. say I would say it's a hundred percent worth like forty to fifty somewhere in there. And good for Grandpa. Yeah, hundred percent. And then uh, the other one is Captain Toad. I'm running my way through right now. Another calm, adorable puzzle yeah, game. Yeah, very cute. Uh, thus far, you know. It's a very easy game, although I just got to episode two now, which is started out a little more difficult, but... Yeah, they, uh, they do advance it. Yeah, I, I'm sure it will. It, it was just something where I was like, yeah, this is a pretty easy game. I, I would like it to have a bit more challenge to it, but it's a game that is not really meant for a hardcore gamer, such as it were. Well, it's just a game that's meant for calming and chilling. Yeah. You can still be a hardcore gamer. And no, play absolutely. It, but... I, it's certainly, I, I guess I was more meaning like <laughs> it's not marketing. It didn't to require the, Dark Souls the people. skills of, of necessarily somebody to try and fail five million times. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like Celeste or Hollow Knight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ugh, beating the core on Celeste was one of the most frustrating experiences of my life. rough. Yes. Yes, indeed. That game is hard. Yeah, someone was like, you should play Hollow Knight for next weekend. Oh, that's and I was great. Like, no, I'm, I'm 100% no. down for this. <laughs> Don't make me <laughs> like, do that. Like, I will I cry. Will, I will buy Hollow Knight for you. I'll buy no. Dark Souls for you. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna play Celeste without a system. Christine, kills I don't, I don't have a system on Celeste. And we're gonna get everything. We're gonna one hundred percent complete that game. Oh, okay, no. that might kill me. Yeah, Christine <laughs> dies at Extra Life is pretty much what's gonna happen next weekend. Yeah. So promo, <laughs> we're doing stuff for Extra Life next week. So Woo-hoo. be excited for that. We're you gonna. Know, that's sure gonna that be no my tagline. To this so far, could have possibly put that together for themselves. <laughs> we were being so subtle. You know, people might not know what Extra Life is. Yes, if you are listening and you don't know, uh, Christine, since you are going to be doing the whole thing. Yeah. Please tell us I do about every Extra year. Life. So this is my third year doing it. So Extra Life is a. Uh, a charity marathon gaming event that's organized all around the country which benefits uh children's miracle network hospitals uh for seattle we support specifically uh seattle children's hospital it's a wonderful organization it you know helps bring uh money and also cheer to children suffering from various terrible diseases um it's personally also a strong place in my heart because for seattle's children's hospital too they have saved the life of one of my best friends so it's near and dear also, you gotta watch me play games, and for me personally, when you donate fifteen dollars or more, I will do a doodle of your choice. That's within reason. Don't be too inappropriate. Um, <laughs> yeah, remember I, I we're doing this for the kids. This is for, for the, the kids. kids. Let's not. Uh... So yeah, get to come come watch us play video games for the kids. I it's my second year. I too will be doing the twenty five hours of hell. Yeah, because technically you're only supposed to do twenty four hours, but it's always always during the weekend where. Daylight savings. So, fuck you. You're doing 25. Yeah. But it'll be fun. We'll have snacks. Um, it's going to be at my place, so there will be cats. It'll be good <laughs> times. Yeah. Well, I, we'll pop in at various times. Some of us will be there the whole time. Some of us will be in and out, and we'll see how it goes. I may be on virtually. <laughs> really? <laughs> Aw. Come shame. on. Can, can I set up a monitor in your apartment so I can like, yes. be there the whole time? <laughs> yes, you can. Like, all right. We'll, we'll figure this out. Yeah, there's lots of spaces. Don't worry. I'm going to be out of town. I made a mistake in planning. (laughs) So it goes. Anyway, so our main topic for this evening is talking about how there is this general meta-narrative that's happening in video games and outside of video games as well, but we're primarily focusing on video games like uh, 
the new God of War and the newest Tomb Raider that have really been trying to get into, you know, the problematic parts of the game story. And really, a lot of the narrative is like, we can't have this story anymore. Like, the, like with God of War, obviously, it's all about just how how much of the earlier games is about, you know, toxic masculinity and being like this is not the way to be a man kind of thing from Kratos and the newest Tomb Raider game is all about hey Lara Croft by doing her tomb raiding is just exploiting and profiting off of you know the history and culture of these places in a very colonialist way so it's interesting, and, and you know, there have been a number of other games, but I was sort of thinking of, of these two in particular as being sort of the highest profile games that are all about, hey, maybe we shouldn't be doing, like, the core theme of this game It's anymore. very, it's very, like, we're in the era of games where we're, we're starting to roll into that deconstructionist, like, the, yeah. like, like, sort of, like, the sort of arts, like, oh, we're gonna reject what we did in the past, and let's run with it here, but... Uh, because yeah, we're getting we, to modernism in games now. Yeah, but since we live in a day and age where like we can't kill franchises and we just pile things on top of the franchises, we're having these franchises self-examine in a, in a way uh, to kind of you know you know maybe they want to pivot the direction they're where they want to go they want to go right like the core demographics not there their last game didn't sell that that well like if you kind of look at both Tomb Raider and God of War right like. God of War 3 was, like, the last, like, okay-ish God of War. And, like, those PSP games were, like, absolute dog trash. <laughs> like, that was just terrible. Like, yeah. And they didn't they didn't sell well, frankly. So the the pivot to this new God of War, like, there was a lot of hype around it. That is really good. Um, the Tomb Raider reboot is it's kind of interesting. Yeah, because it's almost it like... In it's a, an entirety, right? Yeah, it's also kind of like a weird double reboot that's happened with them. Because, obviously, the... I think it was like the 2013 game, which I, I love, by the way. I, I think yeah. it's it's really great. Uh, I mean, that was all about just like, hey, Lara was created as a character by literally a video game designer turning up the size slider on her breasts. And so they're like, all right, let's start her over as more of just like a woman character. And we're going to not write her to be a sex symbol. We're going to write her to be just like a woman going through a real shit day. Yeah. And it, I, yeah, I, I love the, the Tomb Raider series, the new Tomb Raider series, the reboot series. And it's interesting that in the newest game, they've kind of rebooted it again by being like, Hey, maybe Lara, maybe Tomb Raider shouldn't be raiding so many tombs. Yeah. Like, like it starts examining just exactly why Lara necessary, necessarily does what she does. I haven't played the game to be per se. Uh, so I don't really know that much about it, but from from the sounds of it, it's they're they're trying to then like kind of just reexamine that core concept that's been driving the series. Yeah, they're trying to examine like, you know, we always pose Laura as this good person, but when you come down to it, she's kind. It's it's kind of very similar to what uh, Uncharted did with Uncharted Four with the Nathan Drake uh, little little thing, and like by the end of it, you're like. Everyone pretty much is convinced Nathan Drake's an asshole. Yeah. He's still an asshole. Yeah. But he's our lovable asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and it's interesting. It, like, I, I don't think we're going to see the end of this sort of thing, but I sort of wanted to get your uh, guys' thought on well, I, I think we on know. The when we were discussing now. this earlier, um, I brought up the new Red Dead game, and um, 
I haven't had the chance to really see that much of it yet, but there's this scene where they're talking about how there's this group of uh, Native American men on horses up on a hill above them. And the guy's like, oh, if they were going to do anything to us, they already would have. Um, and they go into this discussion about how, like, wouldn't you be pissed off at all the white people too if they'd come in and taken all your land? And the guy's like, oh, yeah, I guess that's a good point. It's like, again, it's the same thing where it... I don't really know that much about the original Red Dead game, but I'm sure that's not something that they discussed back then. No. Uh, and um, Red Dead Redemption did a little bit. There was, there, there was a, I mean, when you went to Mexico, there was that whole ordeal, but it kind of just showed how both sides of the conflict were like equally shitty. It was more of the, was more of the, the sort of thing there. Yeah. Um, we, they didn't really go into like taking over cause it was already no. far enough into the, they talked yeah. a little bit about like because you go yeah. into there are there is like a native community, but they didn't really get into it. It was just such a cool thing, yeah. a yeah. cool discussion to have because placing your game in this era where there was a lot of really exploitative lies that were told and things um, to get Native Americans off their land, uh, and just to bring that up and not ignore it in 2018 where it's healthy for us to talk about these things. I just thought that was really cool. And I think that these other games that we've been talking about, they're also like actually thinking about the, the place that they have their settings, like actually thinking about it instead of just being like, yeah, cowboys and Indians, raw, raw, we're going <laughs> to go rob a train. Yeah. Yeah. Which and, is not, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there are a lot of people who are unhappy talking about that because they're playing video games to sort of escape that shit that's happening in the w- real world. But you have Far Cry Four, yeah, five. <laughs> there's, five, I mean, five. there's, you have Call of Duty, you, you have, have every game. Black yeah. Ops, Let's be like, real here. <laughs> like there, are, like most every game prior to that still exists. I mean, it's also the kind of thing where there really is no escaping that stuff at this point in our culture. Like there is, like nothing. Everything is kind of connected at this point, if if only literally because of the internet or figuratively in the way that all art is, you know, an expression of... Of the current culture. Of the, the current times. culture, yeah. of the person's attitude of like, hey, this is what I'm thinking about. And when, you yeah. know, the culture is so very focused and on what's happening politically and, you know, culturally and socially... It, yeah. There's not really is any escaping that, and you can't you can't necessarily fault someone for wanting to create or like portray that message in particular, right? Like, yeah, that's that's the feelings or the the commentary they want to espouse in today's day and age, and that's that's fine, that's fair. Yeah, and even if it's a even if it is a thing where that's it's not necessarily about some of that. Like, I'm thinking about Celeste in this case, yeah, where the narrative of it is you know about mental illness and it features a woman as the main character even some of that narrative stuff it takes on a different meaning in our current cultural social political climate and so even when you're you know even if you're trying to make something that is politically independent you kind of it ends up making a statement well nothing is created in a vacuum yeah uh And it's ridiculous to think that we can keep creating games that are the same as they were in the past because we're not in the past. We've learned from the past, um, theoretically. Yeah, and, and like when, when you come up with a new game, you don't expect the same game to be. You and, don't want the same game. And you shouldn't. This is completely unrelated. But this <laughs> no, is no. I think it's very related. No, I. What I'm about to say is very unrelated. Oh. It's one of the things that's been <laughs> irritating me so much about the press and like 
opinions around around the new Spyro game. They're like, oh, this character looks different. Oh, they changed this. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> yeah, shut up. Spyro. It's 2018. Spyro <laughs> always <changed>. sucked. <laughs> like, Heck, how uh, dare you? <laughs> I liked them, but. Heck, even it's Pikachu has lost a ton of weight. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Pikachu like, used Skylander to be stopped fat. for a reason. Yeah, like. <laughs> people just get so invested in things being the same as they always were. Also, they, I mean, I. Just going to tell you folks something. If you look at the history of the various arts, there's going to be a point like this sort of deconstructionist thing is going to happen and it's probably going to play out over the course of, I don't know, I'm however long it ends up playing out. But then there'll be a point where people will be like, you know, I just want things to go back to how they were and it's just super simple and go back to like the throwback sort of thing, like the nostalgia point in time though i guess the question then is is this more permanent because there are like that's and that's a question for a lot of stuff in our world right now but is this more permanent i mean i would like to point out like with the deconstruction of those of the mediums right of the mediums and the themes of the past um and i would say like what this might show up in further games that come out down down the line but like you typically will then start getting games that have that sort of reconstruction uh spin on it right where it kind of yeah. accepts those same faults that the deconstructionist you know game gave and i think god of war is especially set up great for this with whatever the, the next god of war will be but kind of being able to, to accept the faults there but then sort of like embrace them in a way that makes it meaningful yeah i'm um, not necessarily like saying like i mean yeah you, you still say like the toxic masculinity is bad but there there might be a way for them to take those themes and, and like continue on on them as they continue forward right sure and like you'll be able to take like some of the some of the game mechanics from from those previous games and kind of build on on them and build build the story around around those mechanics yeah and there's a lot themes. of characters in general that just evolve from like a place like yeah. they start in a place that maybe is problematic but then they can like start getting past it especially when you see characters going through various like mental health journeys like they can learn a ton from that and like just because you know they struggle a lot with these things doesn't necessarily take away from the fact that this journey is important to go through and show yeah i mean in any media too it's also just hey characters grow up too in the same way like either their creators Unless you're ash ketchum yeah true but like (laughs) you know either your creators are like you know i've i've told that story i want to tell a different story or the character itself is literally growing up in the case of like Finn from Adventure Time or something like that. So, you know, it's always going to evolve and it's always going to reflect what the people making it are thinking about. It's going to reflect, you know, what they feel the character should be thinking about, you know? I miss Adventure Time already. I know. It's a sad, <laughs> sad day. But they they ended it well. Anyways, yeah. that's not a game though. So, <laughs> uh, Yeah, I, I mean... I wonder, I, I feel like we are going to hit that point where that kind of, the the reconstruction of that is going to be an attempt to sort of reconcile the history with, you know, the the new, like the newness, uh, I guess, or like yeah. the new style like, of it. I, I would point and probably point at Odyssey being a strange reconstruction of of it of like the past with the current. Yeah, I'd say that's fair. And, Same and with like, and them like taking a lot of the things that they did and a lot of things they felt like not and like the problem. I mean, the problem with it like you can you can't really look at like the previous Mario games like Galaxy to be like anything 
anything like short of like magnificent. So it's not really a, there's there was no deconstruction there. But yeah. at the same time, like like Mario took a lot of the concepts that they had and kind of played around with them and then re-implement them in a very stylistically Mario way. Well, so that's a thing that I actually hadn't thought about, but obviously thinking about, you know, the the games that people talk about as being some of the best of the past few years, I didn't really think of Breath of the Wild as being sort of a deconstruction game, it, but it kind of it is. It kind of is. Oh, it's a much simpler version in some ways, too. It is a, yeah, it's like a very broken down version of what a Zelda game is. It like kind of redefines. It's like, it, it it does do that in yeah. a way. Yeah, I mean, there's a huge reason also why there's a lot of complaints about how it didn't have a very strong story since it kind of based on like it tried to deconstruct it basic on certain elements and re-explore like a mechanics that, on a yeah. mechanics level, like with this different system yeah. and everything. And they really wanted to emphasize the exploration aspect of yeah. it, obviously, which kind of you know took the main stage instead of yeah. the story, which there is story elements, but compared to previous games, yeah, like I would say like Wind Waker's maybe the closest you've had to that type oh, of exploration I love and waker. like wind waker was pretty <laughs> like as much as i think wind waker was fantastic and anybody that thinks it's a bad game it's like you're just wrong uh, <laughs> well once, once you add you're the, wrong and cell shading is fucking amazing selling uh, sailing much quicker is the best improvement yes, they made, yeah. though. <laughs> uh, but it, it is like it is a fantastic game but it's no, it was divisive like people didn't like it for various sorts of things well everyone's gonna not like some things and like other things and that's totally okay and that's why people have opinions but i feel like breath of the wild that like fixed those straight same concerns in the way that it had its fast travel and like the way that you were able to travel around the world like in its in the sort of terms of mobility in a way what's story reason too what's interesting about it and uh, certainly we are not the first people to to think about this but you know, it was interestingly like a deconstruction of Zelda and a deconstruction of open world games. Like to, to a degree, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like certainly it learned a lot from games like The Witcher or you know Assassin's Creed because the towers are the Ubisoft towers basically. But they uh, they learned quite a bit from them at the same time as well. Like, and then they just broke it down and were like, yeah, but we were only we're gonna do it in a much more simple way. And it's interesting Just the way you interact with the world. Yeah, it's, it's not it has it's not the same way where it's like here, let's fill out your map. Let's it's more just about yeah, or like there's like a there there are these these pre designed paths to get to a place. Yeah, and like you have to go through these paths, like just like the the natural act of climbing. I think added so much to that game and kind of changed how you view those games. Yeah, yeah. so I think some of it too. Thinking about Zelda. In particular, Zelda, Mario, I think part of the reason that we're seeing this, I mean, obviously, we've talked a lot about sort of the cultural narrative around deconstruction, reconstruction, all of that, and really dealing with some of that. But also, honestly, some of it is just that, hey, gamers are getting older. Like, I feel older every day. I know, right? We're all, we're getting old so fast. Yeah, we're still very young. <laughs> Every day it increments. Uh, I mean, what are the kids playing these days? Uh, Fortnite. Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> lots of people still play Civ too. No, yeah, but you know, it, it's. In it, I think a lot of it is that you know. Do children still play Minecraft, or are they like over that now? 
I'm no, assuming no, it's, it's, it's like Roblox or something. What? Eh, I feel like yeah, here Minecraft I see a lot of Roblox. Still, listen, I don't know what I don't know what you're talking. I feel about. Like Minecraft I'm, still has its place. <laughs> I might as well have a shotgun full of rock salt for all the kids who I have just been like I don't understand. Y'all might as well just get off my lawn. Uh, and there's so much of just like I was at the Halloween store the other day, and they had an entire aisle dedicated to Fortnite costumes. Oh fuck and off! I thought that was awesome. How many frying pans? <laughs> they had that is a, a that's cheap, thing. but damn it, they had. <laughs> It's pickaxes. Yeah, they had a bunch of pickaxes. Oh, they yeah. had Fuck a bunch me. of like specific costumes, like skins. They also had Wait, a lot please. of Overwatch mm. stuff. So I guess the kids are still playing Overwatch. My understanding oh, yeah, of the youth is entirely limited oh, to Fortnite uh, and to what's the flossing or whatever the dance. Yeah, that's no, Fortnite. no, just stop. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that, no, we don't that think wasn't that. originally Fortnite, but it became Fortnite. No, but that's like all my understanding. But of you know, what Overwatch is youth. like huge still. Yeah. Like, I don't know anyone who still plays it. But uh, I was sort the of the finals were bit, just today, right? No, like they there were was a while a ago. Tournament, there, I think. There was like anyway. some, or maybe there was like some grand finals because, like, when I was in over in Thailand, they had they were doing some of the grand final group stages there, hmm. and it was like there were so many people, and like the hotel I was staying at also happened to have some of the casters and teams, which was yeah. not hilarious. Anyway, but I mean, yeah. you know, in in terms of, <laughs> I'm like. I can't stay on topic today. <laughs> no, it's all good. The, I'm, as much as the, the, you know, I'm certainly not saying that all gamers are old now, but it seems like gaming as a whole has got kind of an older audience. And as people get older, they're like, you know, I've played this game. I want to play something a little bit different. Or they're thinking about a game like, yeah, you know, I like this, but it, it's kind of hard for me to talk to, you know, let's say uh, my kid about... Because now gamers are having kids, it's harder to talk to a kid about like, hey, this per this uh, woman is a princess who needs to be saved because that's what princesses are. Oh boy, like you know, it once you hit yeah. sort of that point, it's and they're going to start asking for things that are a little bit different. And then, I mean, I, I I do find this also a little odd when you phrase it like this because my mom is a gamer. Sure, so it's like I just kind of feel it odd when you're like yeah we're the only generation of main gamers which i mean no no no, a lot no, no, more no. certainly not what i'm saying certainly I not know. what i'm saying what i was saying was that like yeah. whereas you know it was a younger person's thing went like around the time we were born now it's sort of an every person's thing you know like the oh, yeah the audience as a whole has gotten older either yeah. just in terms of time or in terms of the audience itself growing and i would even say like a lot of those same people that are making these games like the people that make Mario, the people that make Zelda, they've been making Zelda for how fucking long? Like, yeah. For a really long time. Same, like, still Nintendo. Yeah. Kind of the same people, same producers. Like, there's been change here and there, but they've been working on Zelda. So, like, there's a point where you've kind of gone, like, we've been doing the same thing for the past, like, 10 years. Yeah. And yeah. you come to the point where, like, hey, like, what if we just throw everything out in the window and start over? And it's like... That sort of artist vision, right? Like, you're going to have dare you suggest that we should accept <laughs> change? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, like, I mean, change? like, it's it, it works in so... Like, there are so many great games that have, like, decided to just pivot and make their ways out. Like, I can't... Like, Assassin's Creed is one of the craziest games, like, in terms of, like, popularity coming back from the brink of Assassin's Creed Unity, which was a terrible game. <laughs> yeah, uh, and now the with Origins and Odyssey, they're... Is they're yeah back on they're man. back on. I mean, it is nice when there's like forgiveness for like one game maybe bombs, yeah. but you can still do another one. 
like Spider-Man, the Spider-Man is a good video game based off somewhat of a movie thing, I guess. Comics. Comics. Comics, Comics really. <laughs> I mean, but it's like, a, isn't it Cinematic Spider-Man in that or is it Comic Spider-Man? I it's don't know. It's Comic Spider-Man. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, there's a lot of things that tie into, but I mean, it's the same way that the movies and the yeah. cinematic universe is based on the comics, yeah. but it's, it's pretty definitively comics Spider-Man. i didn't know if it was like which universe it was in yeah they they, they have the same source anyways so that influences a yeah. lot um yeah so, I, in any case i feel like yeah we haven't seen the end of this it's gonna happen a lot more and i like it i like when and i'm always a fan of when things try to experiment even if the experiment doesn't really work i always like when people try new things and say because that's the only way you learn. This is the only it's way, the only you way you're going to get progress. And yeah. it's also nice seeing like big budget, like you know, companies like AAA companies doing some of these explorations too. Yeah, cause because like, they're starting to they're starting to pivot. Yeah, as much as I love all these wonderful like a lot of wonderful examples being indie games, it's nice when larger companies do it as well because then it's like industry as a whole is growing instead of being stagnant. Yep. Then you have Black Ops. <laughs> I was going to say uh, that's why I like Last Jedi, everyone, and that's my hot take for it. I, I get to be hot take Carlo today. It's great. I should have put on my sunglasses. That's a pretty belated hot take. Yeah, yeah, that's like that's Very. A, that I'm still fighting that. Like, <laughs> I'll still fight that. Like fight. the umph I'm getting is like you gotta have the surprise hot take. Like just yeah, Spyro sucks. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, Don't fight me. <laughs> God, I loved those games so much. I played the hell out of them. Yeah, just originally. like in the same way that sometimes you have a good deconstruction of Mario and like, you know, like with Odyssey, sometimes you have a bad deconstruction of Mario. Like <laughs> yeah. All right, well, thank you for listening, everyone. Check us out for Extra Life. It's going to be a very long, very exciting, and very yeah. fun day. Might be a cowboy for 25 hours. Yeah. Oh, you're going to dress Um, Should I dress no, up? No, I'm not going to dress up as a cowboy. You should dress up. No. I do have cause. Close enough do to it. Halloween. We could make I have a Charmander that. onesie. That's as far as I'll go. Yes. Ooh, do that. Do it. That needs to happen. It's I going to happen. I give you a chancy. Uh, don't, if you <laughs> donate chancy, enough sorry. money. There we go. If, donate some money and I, you get I, to see Carlo in a Charmander works. onesie. I, I could I be a Nurse Joy. Perfect. All right. Well, send us a like on Facebook. You know, if you can give us a review on iTunes, it's very, very helpful, or Google Play or your favorite podcasting service. Uh, send us a message and let us know if there's anything you want us to talk about. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Also, give me ideas for Extra Life, please. Games yes. now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Bye. everyone. Bye. Bye.